Oh, hello everybody. It is time. It is time to watch the greatest TV show in the world. <laughs> Don't hug me, I'm scared. Ah, yes, the title that doesn't really make sense. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure that's meant for us audience members. Yep. And what I call the film version of Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> what was it? I we thought it was dead, but now it's coming back for another beating of the dead horse. <laughs> I called it a combination of Sesame Street, Pink Floyd, and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Pink Floyd? Yeah. Pink Wait, why why yeah, JoJo? Because it's bizarre. Okay, yeah, but bizarre. JoJo isn't known to being like horrifying. Uh, have you seen this latest episode? That uh, was fucking nuts. No, I haven't been catching up on part five. Oh, okay. Yeah, wait till you get to the latest episode of part five. You'll probably be like, holy shit, they went there? Fuck. Jesus. Yeah. What's going in the background? My folks are yelling. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Hi, folks. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Legends of the Internet. This is season five, episode six. I told him to shut up. <laughs> Today is Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. Don't yuck me. I'm scared. Uh, so, Solo introduced me to this. So, I just recently yeah. watched it. Just so... for background sakes, he didn't even know this thing existed. So it's like yeah, I know. Pandora's box right in front of him. I know because when he when Solo introduced this to me, he, I, I I said like, "Don't hug me, I'm scared." What the hell is this? And he's like, "You've never heard of this with the millions of people that have seen it over the course of seven years, yes, or six wait, years." Oh, I thought it was like, wait, it's seven years. It's well, I mean, it's six years, but it felt yeah. like seven for a yeah. lot of people. I thought it like started in 2014. Fuck, that was five no. years. 2011 really 2011 and then for six years they did six episodes not all one every year but we'll talk about that as we go along but yes so we're going to be talking about each individual episode 2011 yeah it was and then once we go over the episodes we'll go over some uh fan theories because there are some yeah. fan theories out there about this show because they never make it clear what the messages are about in this show and wow. it, and it's like when I say that the reason why reason why I call it the Five Nights of Freddy's a film, it's because it literally is. When you watch the episodes, there are background details that people pick at, like Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, yeah, yeah, because there's like Easter eggs everywhere, and you yeah, have to be like, like a religious watcher in order to understand like what all yeah. these Easter eggs are. It's like people who only played FNAF for the story, and it's like, we got to figure out the story, y'all. <laughs> and then Tom. it's like, oh, Scott Cawthon made it all a dream sequence. Like, what the fuck? Time to get creative. <laughs> Wiggle oh, is God. going in the chat. Yeah, well, that is like the first episode. But, we, you know, there's uh, I, I found an interview that was done by the two creators of the uh, the show. So they got down with Becky and Joe because those are the two people that made this. Yeah. Um, so, yes, it did come out in 2011. It's a for those of you that don't know, it's a spoof of an educational children's TV show like Sesame Street. Or I think it's supposed to be like a riff on like for the British broadcasting. Stuff. Yes. The BBC. Yeah. Because like, I'm like, oh, hey, this is what BBC wants to do. Yeah, because this was I mean, 
there's a the, the film theory guy. Uh, he basically said like this takes place on June nineteenth, nineteen fifty five, because there's like a significance of when uh, the BBC first uh, started. Uh, I think this that was like a change of like when independent like programs in the uh, in the UK were starting to come effect when BBC just had control over everything. Yeah. So it was like the only thing in the UK at that time, but. They were uh, they were talking about they did an interview and they were talking about the fifth episode because by the time this interview came out back in 2015 they were, this episode was released so Becky and Joe actually met at university where Becky studied fine art and Joe actually did animation so they thought whoa hey let's get to a studio and uh, after we graduate and let's just create something let's make the most fucked up thing we can think of. Yeah, and uh, Becky says, I think we decided to start working together more and more since we shared the same sense of humor and we're very bored with our day jobs. Mm. Uh, that was something, the first episode was something that they did in their free time, which uh, for those of you that don't know these episodes, the first episode is basically uh, creativity. Yeah, like each episode has a different theme to it. Yeah, this and, one uh, they sing a song about. It's like, okay, it's time for it's time for you to get creative. Green is not a creative color. And then it's like the the notepad just makes it really creepy and eerie when he like dunks the black ink on it. Like that was your first clue. That's like, wait, wait, wait what? Yeah, it starts off like a regular children's educational show, and then it just gets fucked up and bizarre. That like, happens at every end. Episode. Yeah. That's like that's that's generally like the 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 theme throughout yeah. the entire thing. Starts as a kid's thing and then boom gets fucked up. Unless you so count great. the last that the last episode is just dark all around. But it's more depressing than anything. Last episode, yo. But I'll 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 explain I'll I'll explain why I said Pink Floyd at the in the beginning because there is a significance to that. Um, but the, yeah, the first episode's all about you know trying to teach trying to teach it about being creative and at the same time you can kind of see like there's like cameras watching them and they're on a like they're like on a studio set like the characters because there's three characters there's three main characters in this there's uh red guy there's duck guy and then there's yellow guy yeah they don't yeah it's known as guy but they all have a significance hold on well i I don't think they gave them actual names i think there's just i remember they do i think because uh, I didn't see any. Yeah, Red Guy's called Red Guy. Yeah, Red Guy is basically like... Uh, yeah, they're called Duck Sesame Guy and Street. Yellow Guy. Yeah. The only real guy named guy is uh, Roy. Yeah, Roy, which we'll is... Uh, him later. We'll get yeah. into him later. That's what he appears. Oh, Roy. Uh, Lucky, why is it so early? Because I'm doing something later tonight. Um, this is the only time I could do it. <laughs> yeah. That's why. That's why it's so early. It would have been later on tonight, but unfortunately. But yeah, so those are the three main characters. Um, and then when they finally get around to this, the first episode, this was originally supposed to be just like a one episode deal. Yeah, it's they like didn't, that. they didn't plan on making any more. Yeah, it's sort of like FNAF, where basically uh the first game was just made as like a bet or something and then it's like wow a lot of you like this might as well make another thing yeah joe basically said like it, it was sort of going to be a series when we made the first episode we did talk about making a bunch of them with each episode focusing on a different subject but making it by ourselves with no budget was pretty exhausting so we yeah. dropped the idea of doing anymore 
Yeah, and, and then what, they had the, then they had the fucking uh, the whole like Patreon or Kickstarter video, which we which was a reference to like a famous kidnapping. Well, they also sent it to a bunch of film festivals. Yeah, uh, and that's what got the that's what uh, sort of gained its popularity was that the fact that oh hey this thing looks uh, interesting for a short film. Yeah, so they thought okay, well we decide well let's go right back into it. Yeah. So here's their process for how they make these episodes. Becky says, it always begins with us having an egg buffet, and then we start to brainstorm ideas and draft out a script. We egg write a buffet. Egg buffet. <laughs> the hell is that? Uh, it's, I don't know. Let me look this up really quick so that we can both be at peace of mind with this. I'll look it up. You talking. Okay. Uh, oh. Oh, my God. Okay, so oh. basically, yeah. I'm looking at I'm looking at a picture of it. So an egg buffet is basically uh packaged sausage, egg, uh like six eggs, chopped onions, milk, some cheddar cheese, and some oh, it, bread. It, look, it looks like a fucking egg casserole my mom used to make. Yeah, it Breakfast pretty much is it, it pretty much is like a casserole almost. Yeah. yeah, okay. So that's what they start. They start with an egg buffet. Yeah. Then they draft their script and then she says, we write with our friend Baker Terry, and between us, we do all the voices of the cartoons, so we can start recording the song early on and see if it works. Yeah. Each episode takes between three to five months to make, and a lot of felt and organ. Organ. Yeah, felt. Felt and, ugh. That is something you would not expect to see here. It's like, yeah, we buy felts for our show and a lot of organs. Mm-hmm. And she says, luckily, we work with an amazing production company called Blink Industries and a creative team that put up with the smell of raw meat to make the show. We really couldn't do it without them. Uh, let's see. They were asking, they're, they're going to make any music videos. And they said, yes, we'd love to make a music video. <laughs> but uh, they're going to be focusing on their t that their TV show now. Because they're getting they're getting licensed for a TV show. This was announced two months ago, and before and this was after we decided we were going to do an episode on this. Yeah, which is even crazier. So I'd like to think we had some sort of hand in that secretly, but we just didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the second episode has to do with time. The red guy, the dark guy, and the yellow guy are just waiting actually, around wait, we didn't five actually minutes. Go, we didn't go into detail about what exactly went wrong with uh, the paint guy. The paint the, the guy? First the first episode. Basically, we skipped over the part where basically things are getting serious. And I think we should describe in detail about how messed up these videos are. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, then. Uh, basically, the music starts to get distorted as the, guy, as the, as the notepad stops singing. And as it's happening, you start noticing, like, wait, why does he have a heart? Why is does the cake made out of organs? And then it's it's not it's not puppets anymore. It's real people dressed up like them, and they dance erratically. And music is just scary, and it just gets worse and worse until it just stops. And it's like the the, the notepad tells everyone to not be creative. It just closes. Ugh. So the message from people that got a lot of that is, don't be creative. Or else this happens. <laughs> or there's such a thing as too much creativity. Yeah. Which, ugh. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I've been looking up, I've been looking up 
I've been looking up fan theories online and the one of them from fandom. Uh, the gist of the first episode is about how the media discourages creativity and promotes yeah. rigid conformity to society's expectations. Yeah. Despite presenting itself as a promoter of change, diversity, forward thinking, and innovation, it paradoxically pushes only its narrow idea of originality. Yep. So uh, that's what that's what we were talking about because you know sometimes the evil mind can be a little bit too much uh, in the wrong direction. Uh, yep. So. Um, yeah, so I, I guess I guess I guess it would be cool if like some of these educational shows was like, yeah, you probably don't want to go too far, but of course, you know, they not going to do that because it's a, you know, because they're trying to encourage kids to be creative, but on what exactly we don't know. It's like okay, it's like controlled creativity. Yeah, like like okay, this is acceptable, but like, everything else outside like, of it, it's going to be ostracized. It's like 1984. Yeah. Oh yeah. I hate the, that book. <laughs> Well, George Orwell, man. Yeah, his his name's not even George Orwell. No, he goes it, by a different name. No, that that's his different name. His real name yeah. is Eric Arthur Blair. Mm-hmm. So that's the first episode, and I don't think the the second yeah the second one didn't come out. I think until two years later. I believe it was 2013, or it could have been 2014, because I remember episodes two and three were in the same year. I believe. Not totally sure about that, but yeah. um, there's this, uh, there's this, they're just waiting around watching TV. That's like their show starts in five minutes. It's like, oh god, I their time just needs to go quicker. It just needs to happen. And then all of a sudden, the clock comes alive and starts telling them about time. Um, and then it starts getting fucked up near the end because then all of they yeah, start getting was, older. Yeah, like it basically it's like. You can don't do track of time, and basically the clock time, the days pass, and then it's like they get old and their skin falls off, and it's like, Ugh. it's like, oh god. I really wish we could pull up pictures on this. No, yeah, but unfortunately, okay. copyrights. Yeah, we can't no, do not that. really. Wait, uh, are we getting paid off this? Yes. Oh damn it. Yeah. Who's my paycheck? <laughs> It'll be sent to you eventually. <laughs> eventually, in twenty yeah. years, when I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> What you're gonna die in twenty years? No, I'm just you already kidding. get. You're giving yourself a. You're giving yourself a future already. Damn. World War Three. We all know that's coming. Oh, but and then it, it then it turns out like they're actually watching themselves on TV at the end. Yeah, it so is they like, were literally oh. watching themselves on the show. Yeah, and it's like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? Yeah, because. Yeah, see, it's even implied that these are like actors on a TV show, and yeah. like, oh, I want to get out of this fucking mess. I want to get out of this. Mm. Yeah. So episode three, I mean, episode three is all about love. Ah, uh, uh, or it, it's about love or devotion. Could That's be either one. Yeah, I think it's devotion because of what happens in this episode. Ugh. I mean, it starts off like it's love because yeah. Duck Guy pretty much kills a butterfly, but he calls it a bee. Yeah, now that's the end of the episode. No, uh, no, no, in the beginning too, because remember, oh, yeah. like, there was a butterfly that would, that's what made Yellow Guy run away. He's like, oh, oh yeah, 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 thank you. <laughs> you killed the butterfly. Three isn't love; it's religious indoctrination. Oh yes, because. The way it starts out, it talks about love. Yeah, and it, then, it starts out with a picnic, and they're eating, like, bloody eggs. 
<laughs> Again, back to the egg buffet. Yeah. But it, it starts getting creepy because then they tie yellow guy down to a chair and they make him and they force him to like love yeah. our God, love our yeah, God. Like the, butter, the butterfly is like explaining to him like, oh, hey, you can be love. It makes you feel nice. But then it's like and then you get married to this beautiful wife. And it's like, wait, I don't know. her. And, like, and it starts to get more and more worse as he's like meet their stone God and forced to forced to fall in love. And it's like, oh, Christ, this is like that documentary I watched. Love Malcolm the Stone God. Yes. <laughs> you will love Malcolm the Stone God. It's like that one documentary I saw, uh, Cult at the End of the World. It's, yeah. It's a good documentary, in my opinion, even though not a lot of people like it because of the subject matter. You see, on Wikipedia, they call it Love, episode yeah. three. Yeah, I think it's because it's like, oh, that's where the episode started. But then it's like, no, it's just indoctrination. <laughs> It's like, oh, you pesky bee. Yeah. Uh, so, so the next episode is all about computers. Computer. They're playing a board game, and they want to learn more about the world. And they actually turn to the globe because they think, like, the globe's going to just pop out. Like, they're expecting yeah. the globe to just pop <laughs> up. Yeah. They're like, we're four episodes in. Let's get into this. And they just turn towards the globe, and it's like they sat there for, like, a good 30 seconds, I think. Yeah, and then the globe actually comes to life, but then the computer, uh, uh, Colin, the talking computer, just yeah. interrupts and then just takes over the entire conversation. Yeah, that, that this episode was actually really good with animation, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, in fact, Red Guy is getting very, very annoyed about yeah, this whole thing. Like, yeah, come on, please. And he actually goes, he actually tells the computer to shut up as yeah. he's slamming on the keyboard like the angry German kid. Yeah. And then I think it was at that point where they're transported into the computer world. Yeah, they were in the digital world. Yeah, and it's like the computer's like showing them all the stuff they can do. But then they, he reaches like a fashion, games, internet shopping, online shopping, and then it's like they just loop. And it's like a different scenario each time. And it's like the only person to notice this is Red Guy. And it's like, whoa. Yeah, I I found the I found the whole repetition of the dancing clones. Like when that happened, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I was like, "No!" And then, yeah. it, the the then red guy basically escapes, and then he finds the film crew in the spandex suits. And then when they do the yeah. clapperboard, when the clapperboard snaps, it just like literally makes red guy's head explode. Yeah, that was like, Whoa, what the? Yeah, because like... that, yeah, that's what red guy said. He was like, "What the?" And it's like. <laughs> It was just really weird to watch it because it's like, wow, this looks something out of an alien horror movie. <laughs> well, they call this a horror comedy show. Yeah, horror comedy. Horror fucking comedy, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know where the humor is, though. I yeah, mean, I, don't, the I don't see the humor. I don't see the humor. This is supposed to be like, I think it's supposed to be like shock. It's like, oh, you're supposed to scare me into liking this and all that. Oh, by the way, I found out TBS is actually going to take care of the show. Huh? That the Don't Hug Me I'm Scared show TBS is going to be distributing it. TBS. Yes, the TBS network on TV. Oh, oh I never, I've never heard of it, so. Oh, I don't think so. Hold on. Mm. Yeah, it's basically yeah Ted Turner's company. Oh, it's that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna pull up the episodes as we're like reviewing them to sort of get a better view. Mm hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah, because this one... It, oh, yeah. <laughs> the live-action scene has, like, a real duck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Because that's what they used. They used like an actual duck. I was like, how did they find a duck? How did they find a green duck to be precise? It's not green, actually. Oh, what color is it? It's a regular duck. Oh, digital styles. Yeah. And pop. I'm a computer. I'm a computery guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So we got the next episode, which is all about health. Oh, yeah. and this is the one this that they were doing. The episode interview. began weird. Uh, well, no, it ended hor horrific. It began weird because the characters realized, wait, where's Red Guy? And he's no longer there. And they're like, uh, oh, God, no. Oh, actually, God. Actually, they don't actually they don't recognize that he's gone right oh, away. Really? Yeah, no. They're oh. just like, oh, they're just going about their everyday thing. Like, oh, OK. They don't recognize Red Guy. Yeah. Because yeah, at some points you like you hear a telephone going off in between the songs when all the 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 food groups are coming out, yeah, uh, talking about health. And when the phone rings, yeah. it like stops the stops the song and like, well, who's calling us? Yeah, and uh, and it's like there are multiple mascots in this episode. The first one was a red one, like using a jar of peanut butter and a jar of jam as like drums. And they're like, oh, huh. Yeah, and the message in this one is very hypocritical because they said like, okay, you can only eat these foods, but then again, yeah. but then again, the foods that they can't eat are the one are the ones that they're representing. Yeah, <laughs> which is weird as shit. And, and even the, Duck Guy is getting a fed up with this. He's like, I'm done. I'm done with this. Yeah, and then he just freaks out and breaks off stage. And then he wakes up on an operating table, and then he finds himself getting disemboweled. Yeah. Why it can't? <laughs> Yeah, by I a can. God, that was creepy. Yeah, and it's like during the song, Ducky is like, "What? Like, what's going on?" Like, actually, he picks up the phone at one point. That's when he. That's when he. Uh, the fucking thing. That's when he wakes up in the surgery table. He picks yeah. up the phone and wakes up. Yeah, it's like what the fuck. Yeah, and then it just and then it just and then it just ends with the phone ringing, and then you find out Red Guy's been trying to call them the entire episode. Yeah. And uh, you could tell because, uh, you know, he's not part of the show anymore. Um, so the creators actually claimed that a phone number that was printed on the phone booth in the video was be was actually being called within seconds of the episode's release. There yeah. Were, there were fans actually calling that number, and they, yeah. which at first they would answer the phone and they would pretend to be the characters from the show. Yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah. That's something else. Okay, so okay, four episodes four and five were released on the same year, and so are episodes yeah. two and three. Okay, yeah, and All then right. the, and then like when the song finishes, it cuts to yellow guy, and there's a cans of bloody meat with bird guy on them, and he's fat, and it's all he like looks around, sort of like what, what? Uh, I just ate and my friend. He looks at the phone that's ringing. Yeah, it's like uh. Yeah, and it, 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 it's a really sad moment and disturbing, in my opinion, because it's like, of what this represents, like, what is happening? Why are they doing this? And then, the, and then it ends with a jazz song and Red Guy walking away from a phone booth. Uh, and, then it get, and then a year later, on June 19th, which is the exact same day that the, uh, the entire series takes place. This all takes place in yeah. one day. June 19th, everyone was thinking, 
like a, a, like back when episode five came out. Do you think episode six is going to come out on June nineteenth? And sure enough, it did. Yeah, the final episode. What makes this the most different is that yellow guy knows that something bad's going to happen. Yeah, he's, and he's he, already uh, crying he, about his friends missing. Yeah, he's already crying about his friends when they're gone. And he looks over to their beds, and he's like, oh. And then when he tries to go to sleep, the, the, the lampshade talks. And he's like, no. And just turns it off. And it's like, let me tell you about dreams. No, go away. Go away. Why are you doing this? Yeah. Meanwhile, you see Red Guy. He actually works in an office. Yeah. And there's like, a, all of everybody looks exactly like him. And then... <laughs> Yeah, then he, he's like doing yeah. like some open mic night and he does the episode he does the song from the first episode and they're like boo boo yeah. get off the stage yeah. boo one thing i'd probably bring up is uh the whole thing and situation they have in the yellow guy is that basically after he has a bad dream it just sinks into his bed like it's water uh red guy i think when he tries to be creative sort of finds Roy and oh yeah Roy's essentially the, uh related to yellow guy in some way we don't know if he's the father the brother we just know he's related and uh he looks like this really messed up version of yellow guy and it's like oh he's disturbing so people theorize that essentially when red guy tries to be creative in like this episode it's the the origin of how he got in the show in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it's weird though because when he finally sees this giant machine, that's yeah. pretty much like a like an, an editing and not an editing bay, yeah, but it's like, like a production like, bay. Yeah, it's like oh, you're viewing the episode as it's being recorded. And yeah, and he's just, messing around with it, and yeah, he's and messing it, around with all the buttons. Yeah. And then, and then accused her yellow guy just crying in his bed as the as the lamps is singing nonchalantly, like yeah. not even a rhythm. He's like spouting. Yeah, and it tra- and the lamp transforms into other puppets from all the previous episodes that did yeah. all the songs. Then it's like the time clock, and he's like, "No," he's like, "Oh no, make it no, stop!" <laughs> and then red guy is like, "I'm gonna cut the the power supply," and he's like, "I wonder what will happen." And, and then, then oh yeah, it cuts to Martin. The what? Uh, the the computer guy. Hmm. Yeah, and then there's like a there's a lot new more mascots that we haven't seen, like a galaxy one, a football one, a magnet. There's a magnet. Yeah, Wiggles is saying in the chat. Yellow guy specifically says he is friends with his dad, and he's uh, holding Roy's hand, implying that Roy is Yellow guy's dad. Oh, uh, okay, okay, I was a little confused. Yep, and after he cuts the power supply, it turns to June 20th, and then the sketchbook from the first episode starts singing again. So it's like an infinite loop, although the characters are different colors. Yeah, you forgot about the whole Roy sequence and how Red Guy stopped. Oh, yeah, basically, he was was messing around with it, and Roy just like stretches his hand like that one face jam and just touches uh, his shoulder and comes into focus. uh, And then Red Guy. He's sort of freaked out, and then he looks over and sees the plug. Yeah, that's and how he, he tears it. Yeah, and the one thing people have noticed is that the colors that the new friends are in are the same colors that they said in episode one. Their favorite colors. Yeah. 
and then it just starts like the whole sequence again. Yeah, so it's kind of it's kind of like the end of Pink's Floyd's The Wall, where yeah. like in the very beginning of the album, it's like you hear some guy saying "We came in," and then at the end of it, and you hear him go, "Isn't this where?" And then it just it, it it the indication that oh, you can listen to this in an infinite loop because that's what life is. It's an infinite yeah. loop. So that's kind of like the same lines of this is like, no matter what happens, it's going to be an infinite loop because even if you stop one, there's millions of more out there. They're going to try to do this. Yeah. (sighs) And now that they're making a TV show out of it, which is so ironic considering that they decided that they wanted to do this to get away from the commerciality of things. Yeah. They're, they're actually making a new film. I think with these same characters, they announced it this year and they released a 30 second trailer. And it's basically, from what I understand, a uh, bird guy gets in control of a machine created by Roy and essentially takes over a town to protect it from the, the, the crazy stuff that happened to him and his friends. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. The whole, the whole episodes are like, it's like watching George's Bizarre Adventure with like the doom gore physics <laughs> it's like r-rated jojo which yeah is- well, which which is already a thing really <laughs> you, no it's yeah. not yeah oh jojo's extremely rated are you kidding no me? it's not there are no moments where a spine goes flying out of a person oh yeah. like i said watch the recent jojo episode and you'll probably change your mind after right. that is it the episode of green day uh no the one basically people melt no, that's not till very, very later on. They haven't even gotten that far yet. Oh, that's a that, that's a scary stand because it's like yeah. you got to no. be above sea level for it to not affect you. No, I'm talking about were- I'm talking about when they when they found out like two of the or the assassination group like two of their partners got like br- like one got suffocated to death and the other one the boss just mailed them pieces of his body. Oh to God! Them. Yeah, that's how that's how graphic it got. <laughs> Yeah, and they actually show it. They don't censor it at all. Yeah, so so it's it's a lot along these same lines. They'll censor it for American broadcasts, like they did with Jodoro. No, no, Jodoro cigarette and and like the the Darby episode. Yeah, well, the dub they didn't do it in the dub. They kept it. So, oh, so all right. Let's get into some of these uh, film theories, so to speak. Or these fan theories, I should say. All right, so one of them, one of the film theory. Why do I keep saying film, yeah, theories? film theories? Well, I mean, technically, I mean, these are technically short films, so you could yeah. say that there is a, a film theory to it. But fan theories. One of them is June nineteenth. Um, it even appears in the Kickstarter video. Uh, it's seen on the bottom corner of the camera, on a wall calendar, on the computer, even on a missing poster. Uh, the main significance of these dates are as follows. Number one, it marks the start of the series and when the characters were kidnapped by perhaps by the father. Um, two, the fact that they have been missing since that date. Yeah. The 19th of June is also the day that Father's Day is celebrated in the UK, which links to Roy. Yeah. So a lot of people were thinking like, oh, they're kidnapped and then they're forced to do this. Yeah, it's kind of like the horror version of the Truman Show also. Yeah. I think the uh, the fucking kidnapping video was a reference to another thing. I don't, I forgot what it was, but I think it was like a reference to like a famous kidnapping in like Europe, or basically the, a hostage video 
was was released and yet nothing about the case came out. Ugh. Which is always the scary part about yeah. it. Yeah. When no information comes out of it and then you find it through urban legend or whatever like that, like some some old guy's like, You wanna hear a story about what happened in a town twenty miles from here? <laughs> yeah. Oh. You will learn to know the screams of the damned. Yeah. You wanna hear about these three animal creatures? Well, come on in, and I will make you I some. Find out why creativity is bad. You want to find out why you're going to die for very low in time? You want to learn about love, kid, or do you want to learn about the world and computers? So anyway, we got Roy. Yeah, Roy. So, Mr. They're... Mystery Man. Yeah, the the theory about Roy is according to WeTheUnicorns.com. Uh. They saying Roy was introduced in the second episode. Yeah, he as, did the second episode and onward. As yellow as the yellow guy's dad and appears in every episode since. Sometimes he's even lurking in the corner of the room in the dark, and other times he's at the top of the room looking down on all the puppets. It's widely speculated that Roy is the main antagonist and may have kidnapped all three characters and is keeping yeah. them in his basement. Yeah, and by uh, the scene where basically he's watching from above, it was during the freakout in episode four, five, I think it was, with that bird guy had, basically, I don't want to do this anymore, and just freaked out. Yeah, this theory is supported by the Kickstarter video, which shows them being held hostage, and the yellow puppet asks, why are we in my dad's house? There's also a help poster uh, a help post-it note, I should say, on the fridge, which shows that the characters are in trouble. Yeah. Uh, so, eyes in the media. Here's another one. Uh, from the very first episode on creativity, there are eyes dotted around the room and on random objects, such as food items. Yeah. That uh, this hints at the idea. Uh, this hints at the idea of Big Brother. Ah, uh, 1984. Going back to 1984. <laughs> Yeah, which is ba which which was what the whole, whole computers episode was based uh yeah. was based on and how visible it makes us. Wait, really? Um, yeah. I thought nineteen year four would have been a fucking the episode three because of all the how because of the indoctrination. Well, I think it's all. Well, I think it ties more into the computers one because the computers one, like you're always being watched no yeah. matter where. I yeah. mean, there's there's an entire Judas Priest song called "The Electric Eye," which was based on 1984. It's like I'm up in space looking down on you. I see you strangers doing everything that you do. So that's what the computers is. I mean, some people will even think that when you have webcams on your computer, like Big Brother is looking through your webcam and they're actually seeing you like jerk off and all that shit. There's people that really do believe that. Yeah. Or there's people that think that, oh, when you're doing like a streaming service, like what we're on now, when we're doing Google Hangouts, people are thinking like you can actually like see everything when even when you're not recording, they could still see you. Yeah. Like they can see me right now drinking a gallon of water. They see me drinking brand Coca-Cola products. <laughs> Which are not copyrighted. Yeah. Uh let's see. Uh the the uh the characters could symbolize people feeling like they're being trapped by the media and can't get away from the messages that the media wants us to consume. Yeah, that or they represent different age groups of like a person. Yeah, red guys, the teenager, adult, uh, duck guys represents the old people, and yellow guy represents the kids. 
Yeah, so it, it pretty much it pretty much affects uh, all different age groups. I mean, I mean, you could take a look at how it pe- it, it, it's affected like people with social media and everything. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, they could go into the whole realm of the internet, but I don't know that they're going to. But okay, so they have a, a film theory on purgatory. So, yeah. Yeah, so the fourth episode, uh, the computers one, that ends with red guy's head popping, and then yeah. <laughs> in in the um, in the in the food episode, the fifth one, red character, uh, the red guy is gone. Uh, he uh, he's he's leaving a, a red telephone box in the outside human world. Um, duck guy appears to die. Uh, yes, and a lot of fans like the idea of the characters being in purgatory and that they actually all died in the Kickstarter video. Yeah. This could this could mean that the series is actually about each of the characters learning and accepting their fate, and when they do, they get to leave. Hmm. So, the, so the idea is once so you accept it, you just go on your merry way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have, to, you have to die in order to escape. Yep. It's like that one. I don't remember. I think it's like Reverse Freddy Krueger. You don't have to wake up. You just got to die in the dream. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, it's don't kill Freddy, just kill yourself. Get out of it. Yeah. Oh, I would I would hate that for bit. That would be like a pretty cool nightmare on Elm Street thing, though. Yeah. But they love to do that. Uh let's see. Partying. So the teaser trailer actually shows Yellow Guy having what looks like a party. Uh party has been mentioned a few times throughout this series. Uh for instance, right before Red Guy's head explodes, he's told he's not invited to the party. Yeah. Uh, there are many theories that rely on a party. It's becoming more and more clear that a party is relevant to the plot. The final episode may include, this was before episode six came out, but the final episode may include a party event as if yellow guy has won and the other guys lost, uh, which is not true. Um, yellow guy never really questioned the things he was being told while the other characters were. Uh, the creators haven't really hidden the fact that it is a studio and the finale could represent a seriously messed up game show. Yeah. Well, that theory is not yeah, true right. because that didn't happen. Sorry if you can hear my mic. <laughs> I could hear your dog. Yeah, my dog's barking. They're getting my dog barking. <laughs> well, it's like, oh, my dog's a barking. Um, <laughs> she a vocalist. Uh, so the next theory, childhood. Uh, there, another theory is that each of the characters represent different stages of growing up, which we already talked about. Uh, red guy's the adult who questions things that don't make sense and tries to be the, the Spock of the group. Uh, duck guy is a teenager showing more attitude is more selfish and yellow puppet is a child. So pretty much everything that you said, that's pretty much what the theory is, which is not, uh, which is not, which is not a surprise. Mm Mm-hmm. So there is a slow escape theory, though. This was actually presented on the fandom. So the slow escape theory goes like this. All the characters have escaped already and are actually living in the real world. Uh, they're, today, he's, they're good. So let's start with episode four. Uh, red guy picks a card. Mad stuff happens. They're sent to the digital world. But then look at the disagreements red guy has made to the computer. Uh, and red guy's like, actually, we have a computer already. Stop talking. Shut up. Yeah. Finally, after all the confusion, 
the computer aggressively reacts, hating on Red Guy and the others by sending them to the digital world to suffer. Uh, that's the first warning sign. Uh, the next sign comes in the form of Red Guy hating on the only three acts doable in the digital world. Looking at graphs. Uh, what about Duck? At, uh, and then he's happy about that. Pretty normal, right? But Red Guy, he hates the digital dance. And then it slowly pans out to the house, and then Red Guy experiences the action. And then, yeah. Duck, and then Duck and Yellow Guy appear with their brains out. They've been brainwashed and join the action. Mm -hmm. uh, but look at Red Guy. He immediately reaches for an escape from this hell. He teleports to the closest door, and in the digital world, he opens the door and sees a very low-budget show. Realizing what he wanted all along, without the influence of Roy, he's ready to break free. And then, boom, his head explodes. And then the same thing with Duck Guy, and that's what happened to him because he got eaten alive. Mm, oh. The cannibalism. So, yeah, that's uh, that creates a... And there are, they're even saying, like, Ooh, they should make a seventh episode called Green is a Creative Color. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so here's another theory. Uh, new red guys characters theory. Uh, so they're saying that this one's saying maybe the three characters are actually digital. They're maybe not real. Uh, their favorite colors are blue, red, and green, which is the color model that is used in many pixels and video editing softwares. Um, is it possible that yellow guy and duck guy were actually created by red guy as characters for a puppet show? Hmm. Maybe Red Guy's ideas for a puppet show weren't taken very seriously as shown in that uh, stage thing that he did at the last episode. Uh, nonetheless, a big company takes interest in his project as shown in the last episode when he finds Roy in the audience. Uh, he takes Red Guy's idea and brings it to life with his company's resources. The Red Guy wants a simple puppet show, but Roy twists his ideas to attract more public uh, more of the viewing public and reduces red guys creative freedom despite despite being the creator of the show uh look at the first episode everything goes normal until everything turns cgi and the show changes yet red guy disapproves the way roy uses his ideas that's why he's yeah. never very excited about the ideas that they show yeah uh the fourth episode red guy fully realizes what his ideas become and leaves and when he stumbles across the low-budget version of the series at the end of the episode, that's his realization that he doesn't need Roy to fund the show. There's a way to do it on his own. But since Roy still has control of Yellow Guy and Duck Guy, Roy leaves that dimension he's trapped in, hence explaining why his head exploded. Yeah. Uh, let's see. In episode five, Duck says something's missing. Everyone can see that the show's original creator is no longer around, and because of that, Roy can now twist the show as much as he wants to get his audience. And still, Red Guy's fighting to get his characters back. That's why Duck Guy revolts and hits the camera in the episode, saying, I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the episodes, parts of Red Guy were also seen. Like Red Guy's head in the oven, Red Guy's legs when Duck tries to escape, which means after Red Guy escapes, he wants to save them. He realizes that Red Guy was right, and he decides to leave the show. However, during Duck's escape, Roy captures him and murders him. Oh, God. And then finally, in the last episode, Red Guy manages to unplug his ideas from Roy's media, uh, media machine. Now he can start his show with creative freedom. Furthermore, there were three kitchen scenes. Two of them was a kitchen full of props and without a door. 
However, the last kitchen scene after Red Guy unplugs the, the machine, there is a door. Hence, it shows that they're no longer being controlled or trapped, and they're free to walk out the door and leave. That's why now each character has his favorite color. And additionally, there are far fewer props in the scene that there were in the actual episode due to the fact that the show is no longer funded by a big company. Interesting theory. I think the dog agrees too. <laughs> oh, hi, Kiryu Kimura. Uh, we're just talking about film theories right now. <laughs> Hello. Oh, yeah, Baymax is saying this is just like the movie Get Out, but it's the puppet edition. <laughs> yeah, Get Out, but... <laughs> Oh, God. And then Tim's, like, excited that I know about Judas Priest for some reason. Uh, uh, Raisin says, have you seen the episode of World of Gumball that were done by the same people? Yes, that is in incredibly weird, but not as weird as the show itself. Uh, I don't know. I did see the one of, like, Things That You Hate. Did you see that short film that they did? No. It was like the, it was like the, first, it was like the first video on their channel. It was no. basically, like, every, like, like, Oh, you got to see this. This one was very creative. It's like, it's called things you should, or things you hate or things you should hate. And it's practically everything that like human beings hate, but it's like all the, all the, like they're actors uh, playing like all these inanimate objects and they're like actually acting out the movements and everything. It's very creative Yeah, for somebody that I, does animation. Yeah. Uh, I actually tried watching Gumball, but I just cannot get into it because Few shows give me headaches whenever I watch them, and that is sadly one of them. That is only Ugh. one of two shows I get a headache because I think it's because like all the different art styles and like a real world setting. It's like you get your stop motion, you get your three D models, two D animation. It's like it doesn't blend well in my eyes, and it like hurts. How fast does it go? It's fairly fast. I mean, I, I've seen uh, clips of the few other episodes that are read clip notes. Like, those are good episodes, but it's like, I just can't watch it because the animation just gives me a headache. <laughs> hmm. No, because that's, uh, that's something that would really, I don't know, if it was going that fast, I think I would get a headache from it, too. <laughs> okay, so there's another theory, actually, that's actually based on cr the Christmas theory. Huh? Okay, so hear this one out. So first off, in the teaser for the last episode, we can obviously see that Yellow Guy is celebrating New Year's Eve. Wait, what if it's something different he's celebrating? There's quite a possible chance that Yellow Guy is celebrating his birthday, which is Christmas. Um, it is possible he's celebrating Mother's Day, but she's not there. She's filming the show, and you could see this because after a while the confetti stops and Yellow Guy looks around for the source. Is it possible that this episode, if so, is where Yellow Guy realizes he's in a cartoon as well? And it's possible that since the time they were all kidnapped, they didn't know the Poop Man was the producer of the show, which they don't know they are. And Yellow Guy says he is in his dad's house. Is it possible they are in Roy's basement, which means Roy and Poop Man may work together? Why Roy's house? In a post the producer made showed Roy in his basement, which is what the text with the image said. And it looks like the basement shown in the Kickstarter video in which Poop Man kidnaps them is mentioned. Also, since I said it could be Father's Day, is it possible that Roy may be the only other protagonist, or as I say, antagonist? Why? If I'm correct about Poop Man working with Roy, that means he kidnapped his own son and is an okay 
and is okay with his friends and son being killed off by a stranger he works with. Also, if this is true, it's likely all the non-main protagonists were either staged or programmed. It's highly unlikely they were living with the characters such as the stake, but I could tell if the book lived with them, but we'll get to that in a second. Hmm. Um, if all these characters were staged, it's likely they were all the work. They were all workers in suits. And if this is true, it's possible the men in camouflage colored suits were workers for the money man. Uh, let's see. And also it's possible that the people in those suits were also the ones who were in the can suits, seemingly eating duck guy. While inside, they put the flesh in cans, and more evidence for this is how each gets swapped with another, and there are multiple cans that Yellow Guy ate. If so, it's also impossible that Yellow Guy didn't notice. But this can also be the case because he's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but it's more likely they did something to Yellow to temporarily knock himself out. But it's also likely that the reason Duck Guy was canned was because when they temporarily knocked Yellow Guy out, they actually put Duck Guy's organs in the can simply by mauling him to the point his stomach opened up and stuffed his innards within the cans. And the reason for the cans eating duck guy scenes is to symbolize that duck guy's organs were stuffed into a can, but it's likely he just passed away. So it's likely that's why duck guy is on an operating table, that he's about to die as he realizes everything is staged before they kill him. Yep. So now red guy and duck guy will not likely be seen in this episode, but the other non-main antagonists will also what happens to red guys that he's living a normal life since yellow guy's the only one left in the newest episode. Yeah. The, the duck last guy's one in it. Duck is in the trailer. Yeah. I think he, I think this theory was made like before the sixth episode came out. Yeah. It's like duck guys in the trailer for like the latest, like 32nd episode that was released this year. It's like duck guy's right there. He's taking over the town. <laughs> He's become big brother. Oh God. Yeah. There's like a whole bunch of theories about here. And it's funny too. Cause the creator said every theory that people make up is absolutely right. <laughs> it's, it's like the FNAF stuff all over again, or basically a, a new episode, Pat new game is released. And it's like, all oh, these new lore bits. Oh, why? It's like really each, like, it's like the whole FNAF thing. Like, like Scott took it in a direction I did not like because he made it very confusing very fast. Ooh. Okay. Okay, go ahead. He basically set up the plot for the first three games, basically being linear. The first game took place like before the second game. The second game took place before the third game. Then it's like, oh hey, during the fourth game, it's found out the second game found out what happened before the first game. The third game happens before after all the games. And then it's like yeah, but it's all in the dream sequence of a kid who's having nightmares. Who got his head cracked open by animatronic. Ugh. Yeah, that's the whole reason why this happened. The whole timeline for the first three games happens in a, in a dream. Of, an, of a kid who's unconscious in a coma. Ugh. Yeah. I was like, why would you set it up then like that? Then it's like, oh, hey, here's sister location. Here's purple guy. But it's like, you set it up saying it's in a dream. Why would we care about this world anymore? Uh, and, okay, so Kuro Kamukura is saying, have you discussed the theory that every episode of Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared is somehow connected to the seven steps of hell? Oh. <laughs> okay, better, better call Dante on this. Ugh. Well, let's well let let's see if we can make a comparison here. 
Let's look up the seven levels of hell and see if it actually coincides with it. There's only six episodes, so no. Well, no, they're saying no. There's seven circles of hell in each episode. He's saying. Oh. Yeah, which is basically like the seven deadly sins, pretty much. But um, here it is. So uh, the first circle of hell is the overview. Okay, yeah, that could be the trailer. Uh, actually, yeah, the trailer. Uh, the okay, so yeah, that's the trailer part. So the first circle of hell is called limbo. Ah, yes, the state of uh, of not being dead, but you're dead at the same time. Mm-hmm. Which is practically how almost every episode starts because they're just like. They're not even talking to each other. Yeah, they're, they're just, just like, like looking around like. Huh. Yeah, it's like whatever. Uh, the second circle is called lust. Uh, no. I mean, I'm sure there's like different definitions of how people understand lust, but uh, the third circle is called gluttony. Okay, yeah, that's fourth episode. The fourth circle, greed. No, it's fifth. The fifth. Uh, Let's see the fifth circle. Wrath. I don't think there is a wrath one. Uh, The sixth circle. Hearsay. That's. I, I guess. I guess it's the hypocrisy of the food. I don't know. Uh, and then the seventh circle of hell is violence, which yes, there's a bunch of violence in this. <laughs> so I would say, yes, there could be violence in there, but it, I mean, you could, you could say whatever you want about it, but at the same time, I would be pretty, pretty, uh, sure. Yes, there's definitely violence in there. So I think we could say limbo. Yes. Lust. No gluttony. Yes. Greed. Yes. Wrath, yes. Hearsay, no. Violence, yes. So there's about heresy. five different circuits. It's heresy. Why? It's not called, it's not hearsay? It's heresy. <laughs> okay. I just realized what you're trying to say. <laughs> I don't know. I've always called it her- hearsay. It's her- heresy. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off. Okay. Uh, so do you think there's any of a heresy in this? Uh, no. Okay, so, I mean, we got five circles, so, I mean, I mean, I guess in, in some cases, the majority of it would be, if that was the theory of it, but not all the way, though. Which is, which is a little bit, which is a little bit out there. All right. Let me see if there's any more theories, but I think, I mean, pretty much all the theories sound exactly the same. It's like they're all characters on a TV show and they're just trying to get out of it. They're trying to escape the the they're just trying to escape the the horrors that is uh the 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 the, the general the the general production companies. Yeah. Uh let's see. Ryzen saying the gumball episode is is what was going on in Don't Hug Me. His imagination won't let him go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh god, that, that was a weird episode. Yeah, Kiro saying off-brand hell then <laughs> with it. Uh let's see. Tim is saying, wait, there's nine circles of hell, which uh I don't know. And then Green Chill saying, Don't hug me, I'm sterile. 
Don't talk uh, to me. I'm sterile. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wonder if they were watching an episode of SpongeBob one day, and that's how they came up with it. Because it's never because they never really say that the title anywhere on the uh, on the show at all. And there's no point of hugging anybody. But like I was saying, maybe that's like for us, the viewing public. Yeah. I don't know. So what can we take from this entire show? That it's a weird way to show someone how good you can be at filmmaking. Yeah. Well, I mean, have you seen a Serbian film, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've seen yeah. I've seen Iranian Superman. Uh. <laughs> that includes. Star Wars bits too, so it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah people could be creative in like the most absurd ways. I mean, Rocky with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I mean, he's he's he was creative in ways that people would just have like you'd have to have a certain sense of humor or a certain sense of like um, good storytelling in order to understand some of it. But yeah, sometimes a lot of the stuff that people would find creative is just not welcome. And yeah. like the majority of people's minds. I mean, especially when it comes to the internet. Shadman, I think, would be the prime example of that. Yeah. Oh, Shadman, please don't speak that name here. We talked about him last year. And yes. The vagina people. Yes. <laughs> and uh, there's people that actually got on you guys for that. It's like, oh, come really? on, guys. Yeah. It was like, oh, come on, guys. It's just, it's, he's just showing off his creativity. You don't talk about Shadman that way. So yeah, I mean, you're gonna have pe you're gonna have people that like that style, and anybody that talks bad about it, and it's like, well, you're just you're probably just not a creative person at all. So I I think I think we can we all learn that this is yes, everybody's gonna be creative in their own little different ways, but I don't think we should I don't think we we should demonize anybody yeah. that tries to do it, unless of course their creativity leads to actual things where you can break the law. Yeah, then I, yeah, that that I would have a problem with. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah, and same. My statement goes to the Shadman thing too. It's like, yeah, but people can be creative, but we can take that creativity and we can judge it however we want. We viewed the Shadman creativity how we viewed it, not by anyone else. That your opinion is different than ours. We viewed it as this because we were being told this live. This is our first reaction, and, and it's like, oh, maybe after a few times reading it, we can make sense. But it's like, first time hearing about this, we just took it to face value. Yep, first impressions are always the best impressions, as they say. How how are you going to do an episode on that guy? How did too many cooks? The what? If Resident Campo said that, are you okay. going to do an episode on the guy? How, oh, I know what he's talking about. Cooks? Too many cooks. Too many cooks. What is that? Uh, that's that's a oh, I can't remember where that's from. I know what he's referencing because I saw it in like a WWE like meme where it was just like it was just John Cena going up against like RKO out of nowhere. It was like oh, here are the here's how many times they fought each other, and then they played the too many cooks. Uh, they did the too uh, many cooks song. I know. No. Oh God, I know where that's from. It's escaping me right now. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I'm looking this up so that you may get an idea. Uh, you know what? I just thought of an idea for an episode. Oh, Too Many Cooks was an adult swim short. Yeah. Anyway. We should do, an, we should do one of these episodes on like Feast of Fiction. Okay. It'll rise and then fall because of their hiatus. <laughs> Feast of Fiction. Uh, somebody also mentioned Glove and Boots. Glove and Boots, yeah. 
All right, so we got we got okay, so we got glove and boots and feast of fiction. Yeah. So make that 144 recommendations for legends next season. <laughs> we should uh actually do. Where do you get your recommendations anyway for the uh from the fans? Oh really? So, uh, I have an idea. Why not for season six? You just basically don't have polls, but rather you have fans tweet you ideas. Oh no, they have been tweeting me ideas, and oh. they've been doing it on the community tab as oh, well. Oh really? We, we yeah, have, we I have a community tab. Do we have our own subreddit? No. Somebody will. Somebody. Well, if you if you want to make it, you can. I am. I, I don't know much about Reddit, but I would love it if somebody would start a subreddit for Legends. But, um, yeah. So we got like 144, and then I'm just having, uh, and then I'm just having the fans just like vote for them. Uh, and Green Chill's like saying he's got a whole list of suggestions, but he might just send it to the Untold Legends crew. Well, fine. Let's see what your list has, Green Chill, because most of your stuff will probably just end up for season six anyway, because it's already yeah. been recommended. 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 Yeah. Uh, Male Tears is saying like Reddit would require more upvoting. Oh, Green Chill is actually offering to make the subreddit. Well, then Green Chill, go right ahead, boy. Go right ahead, dude. Make me a make me a thing. <laughs> and then yes. Stuke, Stuke's like, quick, quit ignoring me. It's like, well, I mean, you're talking. Well, he's saying like Shadman is small to p potatoes compared to even more disgusting artists. Yeah, true. But Shadman's like the gateway artist. He's like the mainstream artist. We all know who the true bad artists are. Well, I mean, so I mean, we got we got another episode coming up next week. Um, it's gonna be based on the creatures. Oh, the, the hold on, the creatures for the like Kutra and all that shit. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, I really wish I was on the episode because I grew up on that. Well, you can be. We're doing it on Wednesday if you're free. Yeah, I, I can. I, yeah, I'm all. I'm free Wednesday. Okay, well then join us then. Yeah. It's gonna be you, me, and Sammy. Because it's like I I watch that shit go down live, and it's like I feel so bad for after what happened and all the people. It's like oh. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, I I didn't grow up with the creatures. So this is kind of something new to me, but you guys can you guys can pretty much explain everything that happened. Yeah, you know? like it's it's a down it's a downward spiral and it gets uh, worse and worse, but better for some people like Cowchop who left. Yeah, so that 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 uh, yeah, we're recording that on Wednesday because uh, Sammy can't actually do it live on Saturday, so we're gonna yeah. be recording it and then we're gonna just premiere it so everybody can get a chance to actually yeah. see the recorded version. But um, I hope all of you can enjoy it. And by the way, guys, I don't know if most of you know this, but we got two sponsors for this show. Stupid downward spiral. Yes. Downward Spiral, the Nine Inch Nails album, or like the actual Downward Spiral for Creatures? The Downward Spiral for Creatures, because I'm okay. pretty sure he knows about what happened. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Talking about uh, Sonic instead. Well, Why, we you are want talking, us to summon him again? Look, we are talking about Sonic, but it's not till next year. Yeah, so. not until the movie comes out. Yeah. Well, no, we're actually talking about Sonic before the movie comes out. Um, Sonic might... Okay, here's what the crazy thing is. We're going to do the Sonic episode. Remember when we were doing Let's Get Geeky and the Sonic the Hedgehog YouTube channel came in? Yeah. On the chat? We're thinking it's going to happen again when when we actually talk about Sonic on Legends. We should and just then, tweet the Sonic Twitter thing. Like, hey, we're going oh, live. Oh, no. I am. I'm, I'll be like, guys, we're going live with Sonic the Hedgehog. 
Uh, let's see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I just wanted to tell you guys about our two sponsors that we got. So we're sponsored by Pocket Casts, which is actually a podcasting platform that we're on. Uh, pretty much we are doing that. I, I mean, I do the promotions for Pocket Casts at the beginning of the show on the podcasting platform. So anybody listening will know exactly what it's about. But for those of you that don't, uh, Pocket Cast pretty much is you can subscribe. You, you can actually listen to a podcast before you subscribe to it. Uh, they got an advanced search engine, probably like the best advanced search engine out of any podcasting platform you'll find. You can actually type in like something for like, don't hug me. I'm scared. For example, uh, you could type that in and there'll be a podcast that will actually talk about it like us or another one. There's probably like a podcast that talks about the theories of it. So if you ever wanted to actually, or like Sonic, for example, if you wanted to find more about Sonic, there's probably a podcast that will talk about Sonic. So you can find Sonic podcasts. Um, basically, if you have an iPhone, uh, they basically say that like, this is like the perfect podcasting platform for iPhone users. So if you have one, that's one for you. Anchor is another uh, sponsor that we have. Anchor pretty much lets you create your own podcast by phone. That's right. You don't even need any fancy mics. You could just take your phone. Well, first of all, make your show on Anchor using the Anchor app. And then once you download the Anchor app, start your own show. You could pretty much put your ear up to your phone and just start podcasting. You could podcast about any single fucking thing you want. You could put background music in there. You could edit the show through your phone pretty much. And then once that's done, you can upload it and then you can put it on Spotify, iTunes. It goes onto all the major platforms. Plus you can get your own fucking sponsors like what I got for, for my show. So, I mean, I get, I get paid through the sponsorships there. By the way, I didn't even check how much money we made so far. But, I mean, this show has about 5,000 listeners right now on the uh, podcasting platforms. We got over, like, 5,000 listens, and that number is increasing. I mean, the, the last episode we did just got about 100 listeners. So that's pretty big in terms of, like, podcasting platforms. It's, out of the three shows that I do, Legends has, like, the most. But then again, I and I barely tell people that we're on podcasts, uh, podcasting yeah. platforms. But people find out about it. They just type it in and like, oh shit, what is Chris Chan, Tommy was so Dark Side Phil and the Amazing Atheist doing on the same, uh, <laughs> uh, doing on Joe, the same picture? Joe, we promised not to say his name again. Oh well, sorry, Chris Chan. We, we we've promised not to say his name. You wanted to move on from that, but well, no. I mean, our, I, I'm, moving, I'm moving on from it, but I didn't yeah. say that I wasn't going to reference the name. I just said yeah. I'm not doing another episode on him. Yeah, I, I'm. I was a little bit sad when the uh, episode the thing ended. I mean, it's like because immediately after that episode ended, I think Chris had one of his biggest flipouts ever. Yeah, somebody, 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 somebody told me about it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah no, whatever. Yeah, I was okay, like, yeah, whatever. But I'll yeah. keep watch over him. Don't worry. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I said I would, I said I would do something in case anything drastic happened, but that's yeah. not drastic. But uh, super meta idea: Legends of the Internet on Legends of the Internet. Kiro, I'm doing an episode on Jodini and Friends at the very end of the season because that is my birthday, actually. So I said we are going to do a birthday episode, and that was going to be it. So if you, you wanted to know Chris's name here, male tears. <laughs> We all know his true name. His true and honest name. Yo, but uh, right. I don't want to. I don't want to get into that topic because that that could be pretty controversial depending on who listens. Um, but anyway, this is going to be the end of the episode, and next week Solo will be back, and we'll bring on Sammy, and we're going to do a recording of the creatures. Oh, so, I'm going to be next week. 
Yeah, next Wednesday. That's yeah. what I was saying. We're yeah. recording that. And then for, for you guys, if you want to listen to it, you'll have to actually wait till Saturday for it to happen. Uh, Green Chill saying, do an episode on my ass. No, I'm not doing an episode on your ass. No. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, until next time, as Panda would always say, stay saucy. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Huh. Oh, wait, before we go. Oh, uh, what did you want to say? I'm, mind if I... Uh, oh, yeah, plug your I, own I, shit. Yeah, plug my own shit. I'm actually going to... Uh, I actually posted in the chat for the thing my own Twitch. So if you put that, like, yeah, I'm going to be streaming Soul Calibur 6 tonight. So if you guys want to see me do that, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, subscribe to my thing, please. <laughs> All right. Okay. So for those of you in the, if you want to see it in the actual stream chat, there you go. Then by all means, check it out. Uh, I'm probably going to be streaming uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate on Sunday since I just got the game, but I'm not opening it yet because I can't play it tonight. So I'm going out. Because I'm doing a seminar, man. Oh yeah. Oh. That's why I couldn't do it earlier. I mean, that's why. I mean, that's why I couldn't do it later. That's what I meant to say. Uh. So anyway. Uh. That's it. Bye, guys. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>